So pretty much the Alex Jones of skateboard podcast. Welcome back to all my skate videos. We're going to talk about making friends with the color blue from Blueprint Skateboards today. We are lucky enough to be joined with return guests. I don't know how many return guests we've had, but welcome back to hell, Leo. Leo, how are things? Very hot over here, man. It's very hot in Massachusetts right now. It sucks. And you moved recently. Where did you move to? Um, right, uh, I'm like 30 minutes outside Boston. I'm in a little town called Marlboro between Worcester cool. and Boston. Nice. What do you miss the most about Boston? Fucking the skateboard scene. Nobody <laughs> out here. Yeah, I get worried about leaving the city and uh, just not being around it as close as I am now. But what's your new life like in the suburbs do you have to cut a grass do you not have a grass do you have neighbors you like neighbors you no, don't like I, I mow the lawn every day or every week and uh my lady's got me uh gardening outside and growing veggies and all types of suburb suburban things but and and you said that there's pretty much no skate scene or is there a small one small park there's there, there's a good park actually like six minutes away from me um but yeah, I mean, there's not really a skateboard scene. Nobody really skates out in this area anymore. So, but like luckily 30 minutes outside the city. So it's not that bad. Sure. Sure. And you brought this video to my attention at first. And again, I'm Carl. I host this thing, by the way, I didn't introduce myself, but here I am. What made you decide on make friends with the color blue as a video for us to discuss? Um, it's just always been like blueprint videos are always so good. But I rewatched it like a year ago or so, or whatever it was, a few months back. And uh, dude, it's so good. It's like such a good video. So I figured I uh, start setting everyone all the clips online that I keep seeing, and then uh, just start the conversation through that way. Okay, I'm into it because I'm lucky enough to own a copy. If you were unable to get a copy of "Make Friends with the Color Blue." Did I mention we're also joined by Ian and Brian? Ian, what, how much do you think Make Friends with the Color Blue is going for on our special sponsor, The Secret Tape? Uh, $25. Okay, we have Ian in at $25. Brian in Chicago, how much do you think Make Friends with the Color Blue is going for? About 32 pounds. Let me convert that. 32 pounds to dollars. So you're saying $38.41? On the dot, yes. Okay. So we got $24. We have $38.41. The secret tape is nice enough to give you a deal of $29.99 for our brand new sealed copy. At the, again, you can find this at thesecrettape.com with the description of shit really starts with the They Might Be Giants song. That's crazy, yo. <laughs> Again, thesecrettape.com. If you were looking for a copy, you could find one there. I got my copy at Exit Skate Shop. Rest in peace. Maybe, well, this came out in 2010, so it was probably 2011 or 2012 when I got this. So thank you, Exit Skate Shop, for that. I'm ready to hop right into this review, if you guys are. Sounds good. We're good. Ian, everything's good out in Lancaster. Give us a quick check-in. Everything's fine in Lancaster. Yeah, yeah. tell us a little bit about your recent Philly trip. You uh, said that you were going to come on down, and that didn't happen. Why is that? Yeah, uh, I was going to come down, and then I didn't end up coming down. 
That happens, man. Maybe next time. Yeah, probably not, but we'll see. I'll come up to Lancaster before summer's over. How about that? You sure. You tell yeah. me when. Yeah, I want to skate that new park. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's Ledge City. You'd love it. Cool. I'm in that. I'll I'll move to that city. Brian, things are hot in Chicago. Yeah, hitting like the mid 80s. Nice. Uh, been out of town for a couple of days though. I'm getting reacclimated. Where'd you go? Uh, Indianapolis, Bloomington, and Nashville, Indiana. Nice. What were you doing out there? Uh, skate camp trip. You signed up for skate camp. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good time. Did you learn anything good? No, no. I was teaching everyone. So Were you? Nice. Yeah, I didn't know you yeah, did so, that. No, I had a great time. Uh, no one else had a good time, but <laughs> I had a fucking fantastic time. What were the kids like? Uh, they were all in their uh, late 20s to early 30s, and they all drank with us after hours. Are you bullshitting me? A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's a shame. I, I went on a skate slash camping trip. Okay. And I'm assuming the beers were consumed? They were. They sure were. Cool, cool. Well, I'm glad you made it back alive. We're glad you're here, Brian, Ian, and Leo. Let's get to it. Make Friends with the Color Blue came out in 2010. This is a video by Dan McGee. The length is 54 minutes, and it features the likes of Chewy Cannon, Colin Kennedy, Danny Brady, Jerome Campbell, Kevin Coakley, Mark Baines, Marty Morawski, Neil Smith. Holy shit, there are so many people in this video. Nick Jensen, Paul Shire. Sylvan Tognelli, which we'll refer to as Sylvester Torkelton, and Tuca Switch French Shove Rewind Corhonen. Stocked team, Leo. Have you ever seen a video with a team this big outside of Fully Flared? Yeah, right. Well done. Good answer. Great work. Let me count this real quick. There's one. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve people on this team when this video came out. That is crazy. And I don't know if they included Mackie. But oh well. Um, some background on their mate Mackie, who opens up this video. For many years, Liverpool's Dave Mackie was an integral part of the team at Blueprint Skateboards, but he jumped ship in 2012 for the newly formed National Skateboard Company shortly before Blueprint fell apart. So two years after this video came out, their Dave Mackey mate left the team or stopped being a part of it. And then shortly after it was done, Blueprint was done. However, Dave is probably best known for founding Liverpool's Lost Art Skate Shop. Have any of you been to London? Have you been to Lost Art? No. Shaking ads, no. I do like all of the collaboration shoes they've done. I have the Project BA Lost Art collab shoe that I got. So I'm lucky enough to have that. All their colorways, the collabs seem to have blue for the water, I'm assuming. So it's cool. Lost Art Skate Shop, still around, I'm pretty sure. They were the winner of the Best Skate Shop Award at the Bright European Skateboard Awards in 2012. Ian, did you know that this was an award ceremony? Yes. 
Nice. Have you, uh, no. Okay. Got it. Dave Mackey is also one of the loudest and most influential voices on the local skate scene, taking a leading role in the development of the DIY New Bird Street skate park in the city and the successful legal battle to keep it open in 2011. Brian, what did you think about their mate Mackey's opening part? Mackey was like the, uh, the, the fun, quirky, relatable character that he doesn't really drive the narrative forward, but he keeps the audience in their seats. And uh, that, that nose Manny on the steep brick bank hip was stellar. Agreed. The slam, where his glasses fall off, and the actual make, I was a fan of for that too. Uh, this kind of reminds me of the Heath Kirchhar Easter egg. If you went to the premiere, they just kind of knocked it out right away. Maybe not the part everybody was looking for, but the one that was just kind of there and done quickly and edited pretty quickly as well. Let me ask Leo, have you ever skated a twig the way that Mark? It's like Dave Mackie pole jams one, what I believe is a twig that's welded into the ground no, by I'm nature. Not a, I'm not a pole jammer. I can't, I, I can't do them. I can never get them, right? What about wallying? Wallying, yeah. I'm not good at it. Not really that great at it. it takes many not, tracks. Not yet. Growth mindset. I like how they include the slam clips. Again, I already mentioned that the nose manual fall off that bank is good. Quick editing to start the video. And then we hit... How long is this part? This part kicks in. It starts and then it ends at a minute 13 or so. And his ender is a slam, if you really think about it. But I like how it's edited. Yeah, I like the quick clips. It was good. Anything to note on Dave Mackey's part? But didn't he do a couple power slides to a Wally and he was just going so fast at him? He was charging at a lot of things. You have a few Ollies. I like the stumble off of the front side rock. We get a palm beanie, which might be one of the first few of the video. I don't know how many other ones there are. Um, where's a good number of kits? And there's palm beanie number two with that Ollie into the, I don't know what you would call this sculpture with all the rectangles. Sculpture with all the rectangles he Ollie's into. Yeah, he's got some power slides. He's moving, he's grooving. I like it. Leo, do you want to talk about the intro? Is there anything noteworthy there for you? I did write in my notes. I was like, shove hippie jump down a three stair. <laughs> Is it illegal? What's going on? How do you guys feel about a shove hippie jump? This was Sylvester Torkelton Sylvester. that did it, right? Yeah. I'm into it. I didn't have an issue. That seems like a very cool Max Palmer trick. Were you not a fan of it? I don't know. I was. I, I, I watched the clip and I was like, huh, I don't know. I really had no opinion on the on the clip at all. I, I didn't know what to think of it. Was it cool? Was it not cool? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I don't know. I, I figure I'd ask you guys. I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. no, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it was the only thing I got. Oh, good okay. intro, though. Yeah, not bad. Uh, some notes I have. We see Dave Mackey walk out of a Sayers bakery 
Sayers, the Bakers is the largest independent retail baker in the northwest of England, established in 1912 in Liverpool. So if you ever make it out there, Sayers Bakery, that's a place you could go. I like how some of these intros feel as if they could have been filmed during quarantine, specifically Danny Brady hiding above Greg's and peeking out of this window. And also Neil Smith playing accordion through a window and Sylvan Tugnelli listening to us talk <laughs> and being very upset. I thought that was interesting how those last few were done. Just like open the window and I'll be there to film it kind of thing. What did you guys think about this intro? It felt very 2010. Yeah, I agree. It was almost offensively British. <laughs> also, the, uh, the, the that paint at the end made me uncomfortable, and uh, this song deserves to get thrown in that uh, that cigarette bin. Yeah, I'm curious if that type of bin would still have that text written on it today. I hope not. Um, but the paint made me uncomfortable. This song gets rather annoying too, given that. <sighs> said Mackie's part was done at 113 and I'm looking at 329 and it's still going. So this is a long intro and I will say that I like most of the cinematography, if you can call it that. I feel as if that classic zoom in and then keep zooming in and out and looking around is classic blueprint art, if you want to call it that. But I think as time has gone on, I've realized I don't really care for this intro. And then the paint shots at the end, I'm not quite sure why they did that. They wanted to make friends with the color blue. Just get doused in it? Yeah. Yeah, But didn't didn't someone get covered in yellow paint? I don't get. Yeah, there was pink, pink, I believe, yellow. yellow. Pink for Danny Brady, yellow for other guy that's smiling, blue for Nick. Well, if you and if then, you mix pink and yellow, it's blue. Is that so? <laughs> I think that so. is true. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Artman over here. I see you. All right. Well, Roy if you TV. mix yeah, if you mix green and um orange, what do you get? Blue. Okay, what about red and white? Blue. What about blue and purple? Probably still blue. (laughs) What did you think about uh, Colin Kennedy and Paul Shire? Me personally? Sure. Okay. Sure, why not? Um, I made a note that the switch varial flip manual on the streak app is well done. That I abbreviated it to CK. Um, Colin Kennedy did. I also made a note on that. Switch varial flip street gap to manual. Oh, yeah. Dude, it seems hard. (laughs) That seems like such a tough one. Um, They have a few of these clips throughout the video, but he does this kickflip into the abyss with the two banks right after each other. Like almost triangular. It skated quite a bit. I like how he sets it off and kickflips into it and it's slow mode. 
that seems very difficult and scary. Uh, lots of blazers in this. If you listen to the previous episode for Patreons only, again, patreon.com slash all my skate videos, you know that I'm skating the blazer and I bought another pair today. So there's I, that. I also made a note on that. I said he uh, makes Nike blazers look good. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. It, it, it's a good look. Have you ever skated a pair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're great. Dude. <sighs> Yeah. Not so much these days. The color, I think the colors look kind of weird these days, but they're they're really good shoes. I think it's sick that they're doing so many colorways of it now, and that you can usually find your size. Yeah, that is true. It seems as if it was always a tough shoe to get, and now I swear every skate shop has like ten versions of it. Yeah. But anyway, what else did I say about Colin's part? I like the use of feeble in the lyrics. And then we see a back feeble to fakie and frontside feeble to fakie. Good editing there. Uh, did you guys catch the piss drunks logo when he does the hap cap flip into the bank? It's in a line. I'm actually it's watching the- it right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's after the feebles. And I think it's the one bump that uh, Lucas Puig tray flips off of and fully flared. To the rich bitch, I'm a fucking big time. <laughs> Iconic moment in skating videos. They really traveled all over for this video, huh? It's like all over Europe and the US, just like so many different destinations. Oh, so yeah, the piss strong logos after the Burger King back 180. He just switched front 180 up at 549 and then backside 180 over the piss drunk logo and then half cap flip in. It's there. It's a very brief piss trunks logo. Had to make a note. We have three back threes off of bumps in this part, if I counted correctly. And Brian, what do you think about the Nolly back three down the double set? Is that a bad move or cool move? I'm for it. Uh, I think we might be rounding up if you say it's a back three. He, he landed pretty sideways on that one. Uh, still rode away though, but. I did make a note that, at least from the fisheye angle, he's like riding away, away from the camera instead of out of screen, out of frame, the way he rolled in. Seems like the kind of ground where you could get a little bit extra leverage, though. Yeah, that double set's been attacked over the years. I mean, Mark Johnson did do Nolly Big Heel on it. Anybody want to chime in on Paul's clips? (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of Mark or uh, Mark Johnson, I get Rick Howard vibes from Colin Kennedy on some of these clips. Any clips in particular? Uh, no. <laughs> Just in general, body type, build, the way he holds his shoulders, uh, especially turning backside on banks. Got it. I'll keep that in mind the next time I watch. If I need to buy a copy from thesecrettape.com. Thanks for bringing that one up. Shire, though? That was classic Shire. The low pop tray flips, a lot of nose slides, boards that look too small, combo grinds, all of it while going really fast. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I I love that, that section. Great style, great combos. Can't complain when it comes to Shire. 
I think some people might not get it. I think maybe for the time, they probably didn't get it back then. But, I mean, with everything that's come out so far these days and all the combos we're seeing, I mean, he was definitely ahead of the game. Yeah, I like how he's not afraid to pop over on almost every trick or do that little slide, like nose blunt, like almost bash before he pops over on some things. I like like the the backboard popped a no, like switch nose grind or whatever. Those are yeah, all, those are always cool. Kind of seems sloppy. Just like all right, I'm in board slide for a long time, and then I'm gonna pop this up. But who am I to judge? I actually got to see a lot of the clips that he did in Boston in this video in person. I mean, when uh when Coakley was living in Boston, like they were filming for this video and a lot of these guys were out here. So I got to like spend time with a lot of these guys when they were filming and uh, see a lot of stuff firsthand. And like just watching him skate was just like, it was so interesting. It was just it looked like he had like had no pop or anything, but it just worked out. Yeah. Voted cool. least likely to pop in the video. <laughs> <laughs> no pop shire. Paul Shire has never ollied a single inch higher than he absolutely had to. I mean, if it keeps him going fast, I am willing to sacrifice that. I think. No, yeah, to, to, to his credit, I, I love uh, conservation efforts. And yeah. He, he conserves. Some other notes I made. 50-50 backside flip is probably one of the coolest tricks you could do. And I like the one that he did in here. We get a guest trick from soundtrack consultant Jack Sabak, Temple graduate. Shout out Temple University. Um, can you guys think of any other no slide to back lip out there in the world? No slide to back lip. To fakie, if that matters. I mean, the only, the only no slide pop out person I'm thinking of is Welsh, but I can't imagine him doing that trick. I don't know. If anybody can forward me one, please let me know. I'm curious. He took a heavy slam on it, and he does it super well to fakie. Uh, this is also the first bit of flannel usage that we get in this video, and someone else does pick up the flannel slack later in the video. I think <laughs> it shows the time. Definitely, all these flannels. I will say uh, I like the uh, the clip of him uh, alling up the or alling up the ledge. He's doing the nose mail, nolly big spin. What switch man into the bank, or maybe yep. switch nose man? I don't know for you, but uh, that's a good clip right there. I like that one, it's a cool one. I know exactly which clip that is. Yeah, I think that's also at the Lucas Plig all timer or uh, big timers spot tray flip off the bank. Yeah, he went in. You might be curious what place of business is behind his crook popover ender and what it says if you decode it using google translate it is hairdressing and aesthetics so when crook popover is done that's what that building behind him is for hairdressing and your aesthetics boards i guess any other notes on this first part first full part song rips yeah it's it starts to get better from the intro the um they might be giant song i don't know why at one point i like that song it, it, it's so interesting now that i listen back and watch this video again i really 
don't care for that they might be giants though anybody want to talk about sylvester torkelton pre-isle and carhartt back when i skipped this part you skipped this part i didn't like this part i didn't like the song this blueprint this part yeah blueprint's big on like songs that you can listen to with your girlfriend and this is that first one of the video and i think that's why i always skipped it and the burial flips too they were od'd in this part there was like one burial flip where he's going super fast and he fucking got it real clean i i I was kind of hyped on some of them but i mean this this part was just i mean i i really liked it back then and then i also liked the fact that he was he made the kai look good at that period of time, I mean, the, the, the models that he was skating, you know, I, I was, you didn't really see another video. So I really liked that. Like the purple MJ threes, that was like one of my favorite shoes growing up. So I was like, all right, that's a cool, that's cool to see that in, in, in a video part. But uh, somewhere down the line in this video, he does a fakie, you know, 360 flip switch mani across the, across the street gap. I thought that was such a cool clip. And it's like, it's like snowing outside. It's all wet and uh, wet everywhere. It's fucking snowing. It's a cool clip right there. I'd made a note about that clip too. I think it's one of the standout ones for the whole video. But he does do an illegal trick, I think. Yeah, switch all these up a ledge at uh, I want to say it's at twelve fifty one. I think that's what that's what I wrote down. Does uh, a switch all up a ledge and he does a fake E three sixty shove over uh, I think it's a water fountain, maybe a planter, but fake E three sixty shove over something. What are your thoughts? I've made a note that that was kind of cool. He could have tray flipped it, fakey, but I think the fakey three, the fakey UFO, when used well, looks pretty good. So I thought it was fine. And switch ollieing up that with enough speed to go over this uh, H2O fountain seems tough. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, Brian, I'll would you like to weigh in? I'm all right with it if you pop it because he went over that fountain or whatever it was. I think that adds a little bit of validity to it. But I will say there were some some little kid-esque tricks. Uh, I hesitate to say illegal, but I recall a pop shove at front 50, 180 out, which uh, felt out of place. A um, couple that weren't that didn't take me out of it i do like this part i don't want to sound like i'm talking shit on it already but for someone who had like a lot of really cool tricks the the front blunt three shove i've liked a lot uh he does a backside pivot front shove to fakie but that was really really tasteful uh and yeah that that fakie tray dropped down to switch manny in the snow that was that's the clip I remember when I think of this video. That's the first thing I think of when someone mentions this video. Because people mention this video to me all the time. You're always making friends with the color blue. They can't stop. <laughs> Firm. Can't. Uh, um, <laughs> pretty much. Fakey Trey Manual, though, in the street, I feel as if that was a big precursor for um, Tom Knox skating. What he does in the aisle video, manualing in the street, which I'm a fan of. I think that this is the first part where you realize so much of this video could have been cut down and it could have easily been 35 minutes. Shit, how do I do? How do I get rid of that? 
Oh, Mr. Popular. Oh, I thought he was just digging in in agreement. <laughs> like in, uh, <laughs> if anybody's watching Better Call Saul, Tio with the bell saying yes. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for agreeing, Tio. <laughs> Tio and Leo. Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo. Oh, wow. Oh, there we go. Wow. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry. <laughs> I just got to draw my eyebrows on now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So I did say I skipped this part, but I'll I'll back it up. There's some things I did want to mention and give respect to. Fakie Big Spin pivots to Fakie. It was filmed from the side. I thought that was awesome. That trick is sick. He does a backtail shove on a bank to bank, and he does it super well. Fakie thruster was random, but I think it does serve a purpose in the part. Uh, and we'll we'll do a little room discussion. Brian, what was the last Lakai shoe you skated? Because we talked about how Sylvester Torkelton wears them well. What was the last Lakai shoe you skated? I'm currently rocking a pair of all-weather uh, I think the uh, Howard boot. Not skating them so much, but still regularly wearing those on uh, rainy, snowy days. Skated might have been an MJ model. He had one that was kind of like a Chucko, but it was cup sole. The lower cut one with very minimal lacing. No, 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 not that no, one. Different. It was a weird one. I've never been able to even find it again online. Maybe it was a bootleg. Okay. If you think of it, let us know. Ian, what was the last Lakai shoe you skated and why was it the Workaholics collab? Go. I had a pair of black and white Manchester's in I think like 2010 ish. No, probably earlier than that. I don't know. When did that shoe come out? Manchester. That's a good question. It's like 2006. Okay. Then yeah, it was probably like 2009 to 2010 and they were great. And I always wanted to try another pair and I never, ever did. What size are you? Like nine and a half, 10. I have a brand new pair of size 10s if you want them. I'll mail them to you tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> black and white? I have the black and gum ones. Even better. DM me your address. They'll be on the way. What, uh, what's your... Uh, how do I get in contact with you? How does this work? How do you... Oh, you can private message and stuff on Zoom, right? Is that how it works? Y'all should be able to do that. If not, um, yeah, y'all can do chat. Yeah, we yeah. want to do it on on air though. The What's chat your home on address, air. Leo? <laughs> find find me on Instagram, Leo Menezes zero zero. What about your home address though? We know the town. Just tell us the address. <laughs> One thirty five Anderson. Oh, I gotta guess that. Come through. Come party with me in this fucking isolated town. If you send me these shoes, I will. Oh. <laughs> Did I get this right? <laughs> what is right. it? So everybody, everybody, DM Leo uh, your favorite clips from the video, and then mail him your favorite clip, but print it out uh, in a flip book. Don't mail me; just show up at my door. But yeah, if you are gonna mail it though, make sure it's a JPEG because, from what I hear, TIFF files are not being accepted. <laughs> Fucking USPS! I hate it. 
Um, Leo, what's the last Akashi you skated? Round this one out before me. Recently, actually, I skated some Telford Lowe's. Uh, the new uh, remakes have been coming out with. Telford Low, not to be confused with the high, which is the knockoff dunk high, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even before, back in the day, they had the lows too, but like they just remade the highs and lows recently, and they're not too bad, honestly. Yeah. I've seen a few people rocking them that didn't get them for free, so that must mean they, they're okay. Um, I had a lot of Lakai over quarantine. I had this. I had a few. Oh, I had the Vincent Alvarez shoe. I might have it here. I do. Yeah. Here, let me go. Go. Just happen to have them behind me. Let me get rid of this. I like how you just disappeared into the grass virtual background there. That was cool. You know, something crazy, something light. Um, none. All right. There you go. Nice. It's an Alvarez shoot. It was pretty good. The soles wore out, though, and I had to patch it up. A pretty good shoe. I, I always had that issue with Lakai's uh, some blowouts. I skated the the Owen, the slip-ons, a couple pairs in a row, and I've never blown out a pair of shoes harder than those. They skate amazing for, like, a month, and then th there's no amount of duct tape or sugar that could have saved those. Damn. Maybe take it up with... Uh... If you go back in time, take it up with Sylvester Torkelton. Maybe he can hook it up. What else do I need to say about this part? Yeah, this part gets skipped for me a lot. Girlfriend song. I did like the nose manual three shove and the spin out are sick. But I think that there's just so much in between this part that could have been cut out that didn't really need to be seen. Like the power slide on the one bump. I didn't think it was necessary. Again, this is my opinion, but some of the tricks could have been gone. Like front Smith, front shove. I don't know if that was needed, but hey, this guy got cool as hell after the aisle video came out. So you got to start somewhere. Am I right? Am I wrong? No, you're good. <laughs> this kind of feels like the... Um... I guess like the Sammy Baca part from Pigwood where like you knew where he was going with it. You knew once he got older, he was going to be Sammy Baca, the Sammy Baca that we know and love, but he wasn't quite there yet. Yeah. Still does varial flips though, which I think he just worked out and didn't do as many as time went on, but there's still a lot of good tricks in here. Brian, you mentioned the pivot front shove, the fakie tray down, that slippery set, fakie tray manual is great. Anything else about Torkelton's part? He does a backside heel flip over a handrail, which I feel like that's a super uncommon trick to tr throw out over a rail. Give me a hundred tries. <laughs> He'll be in one of them. You got five. Five hundred. <laughs> that means you have to do five and five hundred. That's not bad. I wonder how long it would take you to try a trick 500 times on average. I'll give up, dude. 
Hold on, let me go try. Yeah. Oh yeah, this backside heel flip you're talking about, Brian's pretty cool. It might be one of the only night clips I can think of in this part. And it was pretty well done. That may have been another reason why just went by too quick. Anyway, moving on. Ian, do you want to talk about Danny Brady's part? I don't have too much to say about it, but I'll start us off. Yeah, come um, on. The people love you. Say something nice. Well, I love the song that he skates to. Um, this is this is a cover. This isn't the original, right? Yeah, no, it's a cover. Did the Pixies do the original? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got a, a wild-ass fit pretty early on with a black shoes, a black T-shirt, and a black uh, trucker hat of some kind with a brim that's like three sizes too big. I don't remember what tricks he's doing during the line, but that hat really uh, caught my attention so much so that I forgot to watch the skating. Um. He does some really great half cab tricks that he still does today in Pal's videos, like the half cab back 5 0 front 180 out. And there's a half cab blunt, like back to fakie on the out ledge. I really like the way he does all those tricks. His feet look so close together when he pops those, and I think it looks really cool. I mean, it's, it's Danny Brady. Everything he does looks really cool, but those half cab tricks into, I guess, backside ledge tricks. Half cabs into backside ledge tricks always look really good. Oh, those red and burgundy pants, though. I don't know. What do you guys think? That That's more illegal than any other questionable trick that we've talked about this whole video. I don't know if you guys are into the red pants thing or not. Carl, I feel like you might be because you do the, the red trucks, but, but I don't know. How do you feel? So the red pants, where do I begin? I mean, you got to fill a Matix box somehow. And maybe he helped move a few pairs or got them out of the warehouse because they weren't going. They're just like, oh, we'll just send them. Because I don't know. I guess if you're an overseas skater, you might just be handed whatever. I don't know if I could pull them off, but the fact that he does in so many clips and is so unapologetically wearing them makes it sick. And nobody else really bangs with them as hard as he does in this part. So it gets a pass. Fair enough. Leo? I uh, I wrote down the red pants. I'm just not feeling them. I think it's kind of a crazy move, man. It's insane, he, if you ask me. He rode for Maddox, you said? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Maddox did that pant. Yeah, they definitely, uh, they definitely didn't do him any favors by setting him those pants. But... You know, it's what, 2010 or 2009 at the time? I guess it didn't really matter. That's no excuse. Yeah, it's not working for him. Brian, as the person who's wearing the most red on Zoom right now, uh, would you like to weigh in? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sympathizer with the pan. I've rocked a handful over the years of red, maroon, burgundy. Uh, I fucks with it. I don't know if his color combos for the outfit as a whole were that great but i'm i'm with it danny uh if you're listening sorry when you're listening uh i got you i got your back on the pan oh congrats you have bad fashion sense 
I mean, that's all I wrote down for this part. There were a lot of other cool tricks in there, but I didn't write them down. So if anyone else would like to discuss Danny Brady's trick selection, by all means, go ahead. No, I just wrote down Red Pants and Good Song. Really? That's yeah, it? I, I think, Ian, you, you covered a lot of it. I, I think the fakey big spin blunt I did not cover a lot of it. <laughs> No, as far as as far I as named two tricks. <laughs> yeah, as far as noteworthiness, uh, he does a, like a kickflip Manny to fakie over like a bank hip that that I really liked. Um, I kept getting distracted because I kept seeing little flashes of Carl. Uh, so I wanted to ask Carl, how much influence did Danny Brady have on you? What in the tricks, like trick selection? Yeah, specifically or, with like stuff going back to fakie. I see a lot of like, uh, or the wine pants. Um, I don't know. I've always banged with Danny, and you know what? Upon we rewatching this part, I love how unapologetically regular stance and fakie stanced he is. He doesn't do anything nolly, nothing switch. Every trick is done well. Every kick flip out is done well, and he flips out a lot. All of his ledge tricks are cool. The three shove in that one line with the Oreo laces, we can look past that. I think Danny's sick. I don't know where the going to fakey bit started, but I like how he does it. Hey, he does that like that Nolly backside flip down a double set. Fakey. Fakey, fakey frontside flip. Sorry, yeah. I'm bad at that. But his like toe when he catches the board looks so good. Like, he's got such a good catch on that board. It's amazing. Reminded me of Reynolds in this skateboarding from the top down angle, fakie frontside flip, the way he does it, except this one went by super fast. And I think it could have gone a little bit slower, but I think that's one of the things I like about this video is that you almost feel obligated to rewatch it because I swear that they speed up some of the clips to match the music, like maybe to a fault, but. I think that makes his skating look even better when it does happen is that it does look fast and precise. So yeah, and I'm sorry you felt that way. I thought this part was pretty sick. I, I didn't say I dislike this part. I really like this part. It's, I just couldn't look past those pants, but the pants were what, like 5% of the clips. Everything else was great. I just, it, he has like a, it was the same problem I had with watching the vase video where like I can't write down every cool thing Tom Knox does because I'll write down every trick he does in the part, you know. I love oh, okay. Danny Brady. I could watch I Danny Brady all day. Yeah. I like how he backside flips into the abyss. Again, that spot comes back. I like how it's very early on. Um what else was I gonna say? I like the slow-mo hurricane in that first line that he does. I don't know, I'm into it. That hurricane was was a thing of beauty. Yeah. He I wears this. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't normally back a, a single slow-mo ledge trick in the line like that, but that was perfectly executed editing, in my opinion. I think throughout the part, he's also wearing this Lakai shirt where the Lakai logo eventually is supposed to be Mickey Mouse. I love how he wears that one a lot too. It's not corny; he just works with it. I think it's sick. But what else did I say? Um, maybe they could have renamed the video "Make Friends with the Color Wine" or Burgundy. 
could have been good. But I guess that would have gone against the brand. I well, love the... Sorry, go ahead. It's funny, like, because the next part, they skate to the Red Red Wine cover. They should have just gave it to him. Curious if there was a nod in every song to some type of color. That would have been interesting. And instead of paint, they just douse him in wine. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet berry wine. Um, I love the no push fakie nose grind and half cap 50-180. I always thought of him as the shotgun god. So hear me out. The back 180 fakie 50s that he does and like flips out of. That's that's the shotgun. So that's what I'm referring to. I always thought he has a good one. Um, hammer time with that fakie front side flip. He tail slides the glory hole. And there's an ad for the Dark Knight. So Leo, are you a fan of the Dark Knight or the Batman? Which do you prefer? The Batman, the new one? Yep. Specifically, the movie The Dark Knight with Le- Heath, uh, Dude, Heath Ledger and the Batman gonna, with Robert Pattinson. Which do you prefer? I'm going to be very honest with you, and this is an answer I've given to many people before. I'm a big fan of the Val Kilmer Batman to this day. Batman Forever. Interesting take. Ian, what about you? The Dark Knight or The Batman? No opinion. That's okay. Brian, do you have an opinion on that? Uh, Dark Knight's the only movie I've ever seen twice in the movie theater. Like on purpose? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even ashamed of it. I am a cliche male of that age when that movie came out that that shit was the coolest thing to me. Okay. I also have notoriously terrible taste in movies, as uh, I'm sure our fans have realized over the years. I don't know if we have realized that. How bad are you talking for movies? Yeah, go on. Oh, it's 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 pretty rough. Uh, I own two copies of The Terminal, so that should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> Is it because you like Tom Hanks? Not even that much. (laughs) (laughs) Not even that much. Just enough to buy two versions of a movie that he's in. That's sick. How did you acquire the second copy? Mine at the time bought it for me when she found out how much I liked it without realizing I already owned it. I'm a big Stanley Tucci fan, all right? Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> Stanley Tucci also directed Toy Story, Star Wars, and uh, Dogma, according to IMDb. So that's interesting. Well, anyway, that was Danny Brady's part. <laughs> um, we'll keep going. We'll talk about Marty's part. Does anybody want to talk about Marty and Tuca's part? I know I have some things to say, but I'm sure some of you um, have other things to say, and I want to bring you in. Anybody want to take the reins on Tuca? I do. I was not feeling Tuca. I'm sorry. But like, what, 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 he's, he's like a shifty god. Like, I, don't, I don't really care for it. Like, no know. need to apologize. I've, I'm with you. Yeah, this part kind yeah. of sucks. Yeah, it, was, it sucks that they put him with Marty. Cause Marty I, I like Marty. I, I always thought his tricks were really cool. And, and then they put him with Tuca, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is 
a really bad combo. Well, then the song didn't help either. Yeah, I don't know if this was the best um, editing approach. I first heard of Marty, I think, in a Filmbot Files video where he skates to that America Horse With No Name song. That part kind of put him on my radar. And I always thought he was pretty good. And I think that he did not get his shine in this part. Because um, Tuka took it. I went so far as to say, man, there's some bad tricks in this. The shove rewind. Um, man, there are, I made it a few notes on tricks that weren't that great. Um, so many switch stands, front 180s, and body burials, and shove it rewinds. It really felt like overkill. Um, what did you guys think of that alley, boned alley? A boned nolly, I guess, is the correct way to talk about it. I thought it was so sick. Uh, I've I've already proven my my movie taste is dog shit, and uh, Ian so politely called out my clothing taste as being dog shit. So I fuck with took his part. Uh, I'll i have the the hot takes across the board on this one. That that uh back big spin and switch front big spin that he pulled back to rags. I'm into it. Uh, that back when any nose grind, like body shove sick front nose slide front 270 before it became that hot Instagram trick. Obviously overshines Marty because I Marty's that intro part with like everything was perfect. All everything he did was, was just the most like tasteful tech and his stuff towards the end too the 180 manny 180 manny trick and then uh fakey 50 shove across flushing is mind-blowing but i'll uh i'll let you guys go back to your shit talk no no brian i'm on your side with this one i really like this part and i didn't see a problem with most of the shove it rewinds they got a little old after a while but he reminds me a lot of uh, Gustav Tonizen. I hope I'm saying his name right. He reminds me of yes. like a 2010 version of him. And I fucking love Gustav. He's like one of my favorite new skaters to watch. Uh, I get, like he's not new, but I just recently started getting into him and like the sour videos and stuff. And I feel like this, uh, I feel like Tuca walked so Gustav could run. And <laughs> it is. It's a shame that it took away from Marty's stuff because they're two very different skaters and I like Marty a lot as well. And I wish that I wasn't like looking through Tuca's clips to find the Marty ones. They should have just separated them. But other than that, I really liked the creativity with some of the body varials, the shove it rewinds. And I think it's also important to keep in mind that this came out in 2010 when these things weren't like Instagram trends yet. This was just a guy doing wacky tricks that he knew how to do it, he wasn't doing these to fit the mold of like wacky instagram skater he just was maybe ahead of his time so i'm on your side brian not with the clothing but definitely with the uh the tuka love i'll take what i can get i mean the back big spin rewind do we really need it did can we really call it back big pants? spin rewind 
I only had to watch the big spin rewind once. I had to watch those red pants in like four or five clips. So you tell me which one's more heinous. One lasted for half a second. One lasted for, in my mind, an hour. Man. I just can't with you sometimes. I think that's what I'm supposed to say. (laughs) Ah, man. Marty picks up the flannel game where Paul left off. He does a line in Boston, and I know that's Boston, and he goes past a megabus. Um, Ian, do you have any experience taking megabus? No. Leo, what have your experiences been taking megabus if you've done it before? I've actually never taken a megabus. You seem like a bolt bus kind of guy. Is that true? A why? A bolt bus kind of guy? No, I'm not a bus guy. Damn. Yeah. Amtrak? No, no. I always just drove. Damn. You got it. Got it. You got to sit back sometimes, man. I love it. Brian, are you down for the bus? I used to take buses all the time, but I kept running out of place to put them. You know, I actually drove Marty to a few of these spots during this video. Oh, yeah? Party Marty? That was his nickname at one point I heard. Is that true? I, I don't know. I mean, dude, those were a long, long, that was a long time ago. We were all partying. I was probably Party Leo at the time, too. <laughs> Everyone has their moment in the sun. Uh, Marty's part or intro makes it very known that there are U.S. spots now which maybe would have been abrupt if it was intertwined as its own part, but it kind of works with the Tuca stuff. Um, I wonder if Marty was bummed on how his tricks were placed together. Did you ask him this at all when you drove him around filming for this, Leo? What was was the question again? (laughs) Did you ask Marty if he was bummed at all that his tricks end up intertwined with Tuca's part? No, no, but I, I do remember like at the premiere someone saying like his part sucked because of Tuca. But kind of did. Yeah. But uh the front crook he does into the bank off the uh, off the front crook on the ledge into the bank. I was sitting in my car when he did that trick right outside the gate. And I remember my buddy just fucking honking the horn, dude, and everybody was so pissed at the fact that my horn was just going off in the clip. Oh, that infamous Boston spot. He like back over crooks it, kind of. The one Jack Sabak fake he left in this video. Yeah. Is that spot gnarly? It looks oh yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty tough. Is it still there? I don't know, man. I mean, probably not. Boston's changing. I haven't been in like that area in a long time, but a lot of that stuff from Brighton and Brookline are pretty much gone. Damn. It looks like if you don't land on an angle, you're going to go straight into the fence at 30 miles an hour, which yeah, that alone seems pretty scary. Yeah, that's essentially what happens. Or you could Looney Tunes it and just pile drive into it and get sliced up like a cheese grater. Similar to how some people get pianos dropped on them and their teeth are now piano keys. You know what I mean? I mean, it happens all the time. I don't know why it's not on the news, but common occurrence um fakie 50 shove at flushing was great i think this part could have been cut down a grip um i think fakie 5 360 shove at eggs is one of the best tricks in the video i'll say it and i'll stand behind it agreed well executed filmed well 
fast and just a rare one, I think. Could have Trey flipped out probably, but I like the simplicity of a fakie through shove. I think it's one of the best tricks yeah. done on that ledge, to be honest. It's been a he lot makes it look easy. And that ledge has that chunk in the middle, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you don't have that much room. Yeah. And it's slippery, probably. Yeah. No, good for Marty. I miss seeing footage from him. Is there what Cody's um, doing? Like, what, 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 what happened to this guy? He just disappeared. Man, funny enough, I was skating my local in Philadelphia, and a Maryland car pulled up with a guy in a black polo and bands and a lady friend and a younger fella, and they were skating, and I looked at the face, and I'm pretty sure it was Marty because I did digging, and... I think he lives in the Baltimore area. They were wearing Mew stuff, which is the shop out there. And I think they, um, I'm assuming it's his wife, his lady friend. They have dogs and they have their own little Instagram account. I don't know what he does because I didn't talk to him. He was there very briefly, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Hmm. So Marty, if you ever come back, look me up. Is that an update for you? <laughs> Leo? Is that what you wanted? That's good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm glad that I this happened this uh, past week so I could bring it into the chat. So here we are with it. Worked out well. I miss Party Marty, man. <laughs> you miss driving him around? Chauffeuring him around, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what it was like to drive Tuca around. He didn't get in the car. He couldn't hang. <laughs> Maybe his skating is like his personality. Like he's all about one thing and then he just switches back to the other direction. Kind of like his shifty nonsensing. Maybe. We'll have to check in. Uh, does anybody want to talk about Chewie's part? That boy's fast. He's fucking really fast. Yeah. What size shirt do you think he wears and does he need it that size? Double XL, triple XL. Yeah, I was going to guess in the XLs, but he probably could just get away with the medium or large. Yeah. Fast, for sure. I made a note that his kit at Parallels good with the Switch 50-50 and the nose grind. Did anybody check what he's wearing at the one line in Milan? What What's on his t-shirt? Mm. It just yeah. says, check your head. That's it. Check your head. I th- it's probably not, but I thought that five out of front board line was a nod to Templeton doing 50 50 front board on that circle rail in the toy machine videos. Probably not, but I like to think it is. We have hammer time towards the end with switchback Smith, switch board slide, and switch crook. I like how the final few tricks are switch before this back Smith front 180 or front 270, whatever you want to call it. Good lines. I like this part. He does that line in parallel. I think it's parallel. I don't know. Barcelona, whatever. Or he does like the switch 50 on the on the bench and then he does a switch nose grind at the end. So I can, that's, that's a good line right there. It's a good kit. Good outfit. Yeah. A gray sweatshirt. Some Those might be the slap Adidas highs. Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think you're right on that. They look a lot like it. 
Yeah, fast tricks. Goddamn. Good flick too. Good Nolly 180ing into stuff. If you've listened to it this far, thank you so much for that. We've now gone about an hour. Leo, have you been having fun? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So we're going to keep chatting with Leo and keep talking about make friends with the color blue. This is going to be the end of the free portion, but if you want to listen to the rest and to support the podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com slash all my skate videos. You'll be able to listen to extended episodes. You'll get a nice little letter in the mail. I think I sent a few stickers the last time I wrote a letter. So that happens. Or Ian might write you a letter and you'll be able to listen to all of this episode and more. So we hope to see you there.